what is really good point two point two fm it's been a minute it's been a heavy minute like when i say a minute we pushing probably a month <laughs> since i since i posted on a, a last podcast episode please don't like i know i have a heavy voice and you're probably thinking to yourself why does it sound more raspy why do you sound like you sat in a bunch of cats scratched up the inside of your throat? Why do you sound awful? And I said, I said to you what I said to myself. Um, so I have a light strep throat. My daughter has a, a heavier strep throat, I guess. I don't know. They graded it D. I didn't know they have grades for strep throats, but apparently they do. I've had strep throat before, but it was way worse. <sighs> way worse. Way worse. So, this is what it is. And I'm just like, I really want to get on because I haven't done an episode in a good minute. And I just, it's like, girl, why out of all times you picked this one? Because I'm actually really happy. Even though I'm sick, my sides hurt like a mug. Like, my sides really hurt. Like, it feels like somebody sitting on me from the outside, but pushing me out from the inside. <sighs> oh, I can't breathe. Mm. Mm. Oh, my, that just hurt my throat. Just This is not going to be a very long episode. I'm telling you that. But anyway, this episode is just a checkup. Like, I know you guys are like, damn, like, we really tired of you checking up on us. Like, why won't you just complete, like, a whole season worth of episodes or something? I don't know. I'm going to tell you for real. Everything has been crazy lately. Like, and it's been crazy for everybody. So, for me, pretty much, I'm just making them as I go along. If I can make one episode per week, I'm really happy. So, this week is just, we're just going to chat. We're just going to chit-chat. We're going to talk about value. Because it's been a lot. A lot of women have been trying to rate themselves on a category based on somebody else's wants and needs for their own personal life and placed on things that are cliche, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like you have to know what you are worth. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to chit-chat, chit-chat, all right? You are now listening to Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, the victorious Latoya Justice Sharee, and your co-host, King Nas. Thank you for listening. You'll get everything on this podcast. really good it is Latoya Justice Shari Maya Morgan Shabazz Beasley and I don't care that my name's getting bigger and longer it just is and that's what I am I part, a part of the reason why is for another episode because I'm like it's gonna be what it's gonna be what we gonna talk about today is value before we get into it I just want to thank you guys who have listened to the episode in my many sabbaticals and absences 
<laughs> Whoo, goodness. <clears throat> and so I love you. And because of this, I realized, you know what, the ones who have listened to me, whether it be one person, a half a person, because sometimes I notice that it'd be like 2.5 listeners and I'm like, yo, what's the 0.5? What does that mean? But then I'd be like, wait a minute, that's 2,000.500. So why are you tripping? And I'm like trying to do math in my head and I'm already a bad math ad. Sorry, my head is gone. Like this medicine got me. It's not even a medicine. I just feel real whoopty. Um, I don't even know if that's the right word for how I feel right now. <clears throat> but I do not feel good. <laughs> I don't. But it's been such a while, and I feel like I really want to just catch up. So lately, I've been thinking a lot about value. Today, I was watching Bridesmaids. And if you know me, if you know me, you know I love me some Maya Rudolph. She is my jam. I love her so much. I look up to her so much. She is so funny and so free-spirited and so real. And I also love Melissa. I love every one of the cast members on there. Like, there are people that I really think are such strong, empowering, comedic geniuses, and they're females, and I'm so for <clears throat> female empowerment, but I really look up to my Rudolph. Like, she's up there with Felicia Rashad with me. She's up there with the Oprah Winfrey's. She's she's up there with the Maya Angelou's. Like, I love her so much. So, watching this show, I f- watching this movie, I feel like I didn't get enough Maya in the movie, but I did get a lot of Melissa, and I did get a lot of all the other characters, and they're so freaking hilarious. But one of the takeaways I took from Bridesmaids is the main character was suffering through a lot of things in life. But one of the things that was the most important was she was underrating her value. She went through a lot of turmoil and rocky roads. And I remember Melissa's character actually knocking, literally knocking some sense into her to make her (coughs) realize, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm so sorry, (laughs) but, um, like, yo, you really need to get it together. You can't feel sorry for yourself. You can't put yourself at a pity party. And so after watching the movie, you know, um, cause I had watched the movie and while I was watching the movie, I had my salad, took some more medication and, it's got me feeling whoopty. And I have this bra, which is not helping. Like, I really need to just be free. Be free. Let it be. Whew. That took everything out of me. But seriously, like, I felt like I started to think about lately. And I don't know, ladies, have you ever felt like, you know, like the main character of Bridesmaids where everything just seems like it's just coming upon you? And no matter how much you try to get it together like a puzzle, you can't because it feels like all your puzzle pieces are falling everywhere. And then the big old gust of wind comes and blows way across the park and now you can't even find them. So it's like a whole hustle and bustle just to find the pieces to put them together then when you find a few of them they're broken up so now you gotta fix the pieces 
after you find them and then put them back together. And then you find the original set of pieces and then they're messed up because people decided to step on it. So it's just a whole obstacle upon obstacle upon obstacle. <clears throat> Crap. And I felt like that's how she felt. Now I know that there's many moments in people's life in general where they feel like that. And I honestly think as humans, we tend to look towards the person who seems like they have it all together, not realizing that we're all humans. We all suffer through a little bit of depression. We all suffer through some more than others. We all have bad times and good times and hurt and pain. And no matter how pretty a person is, no matter how much money they have, no matter what they ha- what they have on the outside it seems like something you would love to have no matter how much they seem like they're put together they have real issues just like you they have bad days they get sick they have to um go to the doctor they have days where they wish they didn't do certain things and i think putting our value in somebody else's hands is the worst mistake. You wouldn't walk up to a complete stranger and say, here's my social security number. Do with it what you will. No, you would never do that. And you would never walk up to someone that you don't know and say, hey, I need an open heart surgery. You're not a doctor, but I like you and you seem well put together and you seem very good with those scissors because you helped cut out your three-year-old's arts and crafts project. Come on and cut my heart open and make my heart together. Right, together, right, right, together. <laughs> no, you would never do that because it's a stupid move. So why do we decide to put our soul, feeling, and aspirations in somebody else's hands so they can just... Go ahead and make a debacle of our lives. People come up and naturally have this thing about being cynical. I think it's a Western philosophy. Like we try, we 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 do it in other cultures as well. But I think it's something that started in Western philosophy when they started the colonialism. Like they're like, oh, you poor little immigrant person, you're eating with your hands. Get civilized and wear, use forks. And then they're sleeping with them and giving them diseases that these colonial people had. That's a whole nother story. But the point is, it's like sometimes we might think the other person is better off because they may have come up with a better system. Because they look nice and they seem sweet and they act polite. And we go and put our value into their hands. Best friends, homegirls, aunts, uncles, moms, dads, sisters, brothers, cousins, and rare people that we don't know who seem like they have value. Yeah, value. And I'm talking about the YouTubers who have millions of dollars and seem successful and try to tell other women how to value themselves or tell men how to value themselves. I have watched so many freaking YouTubes ever since the Kevin Samuels incidents where I have found that there are, there is a bunch of men, even before Kevin Samuels came into my life, oddly enough, (coughs) that have made me realize that why the hell should we care about somebody else's value? We are raising children now in this climate. And 
we want to have independent thinkers, people who are loving and caring and honest and creative, and people who are hard workers, who are driven, people who care for the environment, so that way there would be another lifetime's worth of environment for other children, for our future family members to have. And we cannot implement that type of culture if we keep on trying to fall accustomed to the new Western terms and terminology and hidden rules that we have because of social practices using social media and new cultures. I mean, they think that the culture is really like uplifting us, but it's really getting worse and it's making people do dumb things like say things without thinking. Literally, like I literally saw something. I think I talked about this in the last episode where they were like, fat girls be thinking they thick, but they just fat. So they need to shut that down. And it is true. It's blunt. It's 100. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Like, sometimes we be, you know, pushing it. Like, you know, it's a certain point where you no longer thick no more, baby. You just big. Don't say being boned because bones don't be big. You know, unless you got some type of, you know, different giganticism, sisms, bones. Don't be saying that. You, sometimes you got to be 100. Especially if it's someone you care about and they ask you the honest truth. If they ask you the honest truth, be 100 with them. Don't lie to them. Don't be like, girl. But there is a nice way to say it. Now, if someone's calling into you to ask about how to get a high-value man, I get it. Be There is a way to be blunt. He, I mean, you know, like Kevin Samuels, he's blunt. He's like, well, <coughs> like. You know, these high-value men want blah, 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 blah. I can name a few high-value men who have dated and married women who you would think, "Mm, she's not a model or blah, 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 blah. Why is he with her? But I think the problem is, is we want TV to match real life. And I feel like TV is not real enough. We want people with a certain skin tone, certain hair, certain looks, certain things. We want to whitewash the whole world. And I'm not just talking about race. Even if it was like a world where it's just dark skin on dark skin, you want the perfect beauty of a dark skin. You want the perfect beauty of a light skin or caramel skin or Irish or Puerto Rican or Latino or African-American or African Afro-Latina and it's like bro like there are other people here and you need to be more inclusive but are we being more inclusive at risk of saying okay this is the new normal like we should accept it or are we being more inclusive at risk of not wanting to have our world look perfect I think the problem is we have so much need for our value to be put in somebody else's hands. That's the reason why there are so many complexes. Because we watch TV, we watch music videos, we listen to other people's advices before we think about our own type of goals first. It's like, I remember one time <coughs> watching like someone say, you should make a list of what type of man you want. 
and I and then you should write on that list. And then here goes Simone B. Like a, several years later, saying you should make a list of what you want to do. Then make a list of the type of man you want, and then see if you match that list. And then if you don't match, step your game up so you can have those things. Well, even if you make a list, there are a lot of men who don't want a woman who is successful. And sometimes high value men don't want a very successful woman. They want a woman who is going to be semi-successful or someone who could be laid back in the cut. So, you know, or someone who looks good. Sometimes the high value men are only the Instagram valued high men, which means they want someone who looks good, who makes them look better, but they don't necessarily, they say they're in love, they feel they're in love, but they might not necessarily know what being in love is. If you want something real down to earth, then you need to be with someone who has the same morals of that type. We live in a world where there's a lot of fake people, a lot. There's a lot more fake people than you know. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we praise the people who are fake or the people who are evil versus the people who are real and honest and good. Nobody's perfect. But if you have a moral and a value, you should stick by it. Money shouldn't change you. I don't care if you get a $1,000 raise or $1 million raise. I don't care if this person is hot and attractive and um, it's cool and, 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 and makes a lot of money. Like if they called you the N word and they call their whole company the N word and you feel like, because you're Asian that you should, it shouldn't matter to you, but you feel like that's a wrong thing for them to do. And you speak up about it. You should say something. And if you get fired for it, at least, you know, you got fired for doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? If you're African-American, you see somebody trying to discriminate against Asians or Latinas or Caucasians, you should say something. There is a such thing as having pride. And people don't have pride. Not even pride. It's not even a pride anymore. It's it's about being humble. It's about understanding that you could just in the blink of an eye be that same person. It's about understanding humanity. It's about understanding that your value should not be based on somebody else's paycheck. That's why we have so many people doing so many dumb things now. Like, like doing the smoky smoke, you know, doing this for money because of the fact that they feel like money is the absolute end all be all. But then them be the same people who get high or drink. I mean, not all of them, but there are a lot of people who get high or drink or marry the wrong person for value. And they still don't feel as good. They have a, a sexy spouse a nice house, a dope car, a bunch of money, and they're taking all these drugs to melt away pain that has nothing to do with the new life. It has everything to do with the old life. That's why your value can't be based on what somebody else says or does. I say that to segue into something else. If there is something from the past that keeps you from moving forward in your future, baby, you need to hold on to one more day. You need to know that things will go your way if you if you keep pushing forward. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to take a brizzle. <coughs> um and I will come back to you in a minute. <laughs> what is really good? We are back. 
Damn, I'm gonna take me and Miss Yellow. I need a glass of water. I know you're like, yo, Justice, you should have, <laughs> you should have drunk this before, but I didn't. I really didn't. I was like, no. <laughs> <coughs> So, I don't know. Lately, I've seen a lot of things change. I've heard a lot of things, and I'm glad that there are a lot of movements. I've been in a lot of awkward moments this week. There have been moments where I felt like, oh, my God, you know, I'm sick. I'm about to lose my new job. I just started the Boys and Girls Club, and I had a gig lined up for me to substitute teach. And unfortunately, my daughter got sick and she had a fever. And my first thought was to freak out. Like, yo, does she have COVID? I don't want COVID. I don't want her to have it. She was very, very sick. I mean, she's still sick now. But the fever, fortunately, is not um, not coming back at this time. We've been taking medicine. We just went to the hospital last night. And um, found out that it wasn't COVID. We both got tested for it. I was sick the whole week um, and a little bit of last week. But I didn't think about it because I was like, yo, I got to go to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. And so I still have chores I need to do. But this whole sick thing has knocked me on my butt today. It's made me chill. But I also have been trying to get stuff together for the podcast. Um, But I also have been trying to get stuff together for my new job. And trying to get stuff together for my old job of being a substitute teacher. Like, I'm trying to figure out a schedule. And then I'm thinking about my kids. <coughs> what are we going to do? I'm sorry I'm breathing like this. You're probably like, girl, you always breathe like this. Um, But it's been really crazy because I honestly thought I was going to lose it. I'm like, dang, I just started it. But it's so cool. Like, I love the new job. And it's the first time I've ever been in a job where I did freak out and I wondered like, yo, like these people are not going to like me. And it's because of past experiences with jobs and people and even being a substitute teacher. Like if you've heard me talk about it, there have been moments where I broke down and cried because I felt like just an odd person out. And lately, I don't know what it is, but through all these experiences, um, I've grown more and more to myself. And I've learned from watching people like Maya Angelou, like I've been reading, I read, I finished, I'm sorry, book club. I finished the whole book because I took time to myself and I really needed to read time to myself. So I have finished the whole book. I wouldn't take nothing from my journey now, but I am now reading I Know Why the Cage Barks Things by Maya Angelou. So if you guys have the book or want to go purchase it, you, we are welcome. I'm going to try not this week. My goal is for next season, for season four, which I hope to start um, by July at the latest, hopefully August, season four, so we can start on our new book. If I'm still reading I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings, I will give you an update and I will tell you what chapter I am on because I try to read it when I have free time or if I'm someplace and I'm sitting down and I have to chill because it's kind of like trying to squeeze everything in. Got to get the groceries done. Got to make sure that the kids have the thing they need. Then I'm trying to get the stuff together for my classes. And even though I've been out, I've been trying to start, you know, work on the means for my kids. It just feels like my mind is always moving. 
or doing something, washing clothes or cleaning something that it's like been like, I have to get a set schedule done. So let me get that together. And hopefully by August, we will have already started season four. I really want to start it in July. Um, I do have a lot of stuff planned for July. So that's why I say that I see some pushback. I see more like us more reasonably starting on season four in August. Um, but I still see us doing episodes for season three until then. So I can make a suitable schedule because I have some new things going on in the mix. Um, and my goal is by the end of this year um, to be mostly done with my book. And by the end of next year, have already published my book and have had it out for several months. So let's get it forward because I've been trying to do all this stuff at once and it's just been crazy. So I'll let you know what's good with that. <clears throat> um, but anywho, I think one of the reasons why I was so crazy because when I started the Boys and Girls Club, it was the first time I could be myself and not have to feel like I have to try to be somebody else. Um, and it's pushing me more into being myself, but it's also pushing me in to more trying to do better things. Like being a substitute teacher, even though you get to make your own schedule. Even though you can say, hey, I'm going to be here five days a week. I'm going to be here one day a week. Or I'm going to be here no days this week because I have something else to do. Um, <clears throat> there's still a lot of rules. I mean, I know that I have to wear a uniform at the Boys and Girls Club. But it's the first time that I felt like there's a possibility of doing something bigger and better and being able to create a curriculum. Now, Last week, I really didn't get a chance to do everything I had to do because it was my first week and I was really learning. And honestly, when I do come back, um, I know I have to go to training next week. And when I do come back fully for the week afterwards, because technically we have that week off, I just have to go for the two days. Um, I'm going to be trying to get into the swing of it, but I want to learn how to work together, how to create a curriculum and a schedule. I think that's a big part of why I'm pro postponing season four because I'm really trying to learn how to make a set schedule so that way I can implement it more and not only in my work but in my daily life so that way it would work better and it's good because I feel like this job makes me feel more in control of myself more control of how I feel about myself even though there's a lot of moments where things have gone crazy and chaotic this is a very 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 new job for me and you know it could go south it could go like that Popeye's job like it could go way south like I could be like oh, I hate this job I don't know what's gonna happen but I hope that I love it because the kids are great and because it's opportunity to be creative I get to be the art teacher and incorporate many different things including music and podcasting and YouTubing and artistry and just knowledge of just different things literature um and I it made me feel like yo like we need to learn how to oh I'm out of breath now I don't feel good I'm sorry I'm gonna try to hurry up and close this show out but it made me realize that we need to do things that we love now, not always are you going to have that position where you're going to be able to do stuff that you love. You might have to do stuff that you hate so you can do stuff to pay the bills. But I feel like, 
you should definitely try. Sorry, you should definitely try to implement doing stuff you love in your life. I know Henry works really long hours sometimes. For those who don't know, that's my spouse. Really long hours sometimes at his job at the factory. Um, but he also goes fishing and he also plays video games and he does so many different things and I think that's so important that you know you're able to do that like going to work I've like this new job and even being a substitute teacher like I see teachers they go to the gym they go on camping trips they you know join clubs they you know volunteer in different places they are coaches and you know teachers at other jobs and it just inspires me to do better and do more I love it I love that I've never felt like that before at any other jobs like being a substitute teacher and being um a art teacher director at the boys and girls club is so freaking awesome because I get to just do that. I love being a podcaster. Even though sometimes I get to come in and out. That's kind of me because I'm a free spirit. You know, I do really love structure because I am a Capricorn. But, you know, I'm trying to get it together like a puzzle. And I will, inshallah, soon. Don't know when, but very soon. But anyway, anyways, guys, I really don't want to make this episode tremendously long. So, I'm going to wrap it up like a face mask because I am feeling so bad. I will try to catch up with you as soon as possible. Until next time, remember to wrap it up with a face mask, smooches, and remember also, if you love what you have, you have everything you need. Smooches, peace. Wrap it up with a face mask. Thank you for listening to the point two point two FM Wall Talking Podcast with your host Latoya Justice Shari and your co-host King Nas. We appreciate you listening and we heart you fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram point two point two Walls Talking Podcast. And our Twitter, Twitter Lily, smooches. Peace. Until next time.